You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi. I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News, Balitang Thinking, Hindi Breaking. In this episode... It is very important to recognize that all life is interconnected. When you've had the opportunity to spend as much time in nature the way I have, it's a no-brainer. What happens in a certain place will affect people, and whatever happens in a certain location... We hear from Filipinos doing the important, difficult, and at times dangerous work of environmental conservation. It was both a reunion and a meeting of kindred spirits over the weekend at Explorer Encounters, an event bringing together people working in their own ways for a sustainable future. Conservationists led by Anne Dumaliang of the Masungi Georeserve Foundation announced their wins to cheers and applause from the audience. At the same time, there were gritty stories. Talk of fellow warriors killed in the line of duty, talk of setbacks they face, especially at the hands of powerful individuals, were met with empathetic nods. Eye rolls, even. Joshua Villalobos, who flew from Negros Occidental, was conscious of making the most of the carbon emissions from his flights to and from the Visayas. In his rousing speech, he spoke about how, at 15 years old, he joined a program for young environmentalists in the province. This took him around the island, allowing him to see how communities kept their beaches clean and forests lush. One of the most notable learning experiences for me was that 
If people would take care of the environment, the environment will surely take care of its people. Soon, he and his peers were mobilizing to combat the city's plastic problem. They banded together as linghood, which means young or unripe. But right ahead was a formidable foe. In 2018, San Miguel Corporation's SMC Global Power proposed a 300-megawatt coal-fired power plant in San Carlos City, Negros Occidental. The eco-activists organized themselves into Youth for Climate Hope and took the challenge head-on. We went to radios, we wrote to newspapers, we went to schools and communities to educate them about the harmful impacts of coal, not only to the planet but also to our health. With weekly strikes outside the capital, with 15 to 20 young people, culminating to 2,000 strong students and youth advocates outside the capital on March 6, 2019, during the biggest youth climate strike in the Philippines during the time, the governor of our province declared our a coal-free province and thereby banning coal from 2019 up until the future. It was a victorious moment to be able to... But they couldn't rest on their laurels. Three months later, the incoming governor entertained the idea of reversing the declaration. So they showed up at his inauguration. After around hours of protesting, his chief of staff crossed the bridge and went to protesters to inform us that the governor is not scrapping the coal Creek declaration. Later on, Joshua and his fellow advocates protested against a fossil fuel plant, and the proposal was scrapped. Now, we, the youth, are part of a body convened by the governor to assess the energy scenario in the province. We are helping the provincial government through our research that will aid the development of the Negris Energy Development Roadmap that will pave the way for just energy transition to 100% renewable energy. From Dumaguete, Dr. Frances Yap recalled how she and five other women spread awareness about ocean preservation, plastic pollution, drowning prevention, and women empowerment through Ocean 6. They were the first all-female group to swim the Tanyon Strait between Negros and Cebu in 2018, and they did it in three and a half hours. Their latest battle began in 2021, when a 174-hectare reclamation project was proposed by the local government, something experts said would affect marine life and livelihoods. And so Doc Francis listened to hours of council sessions streamed over Facebook, read volumes of legal documents, and coordinated with marine scientists to learn more about the issue. Various sectors banded together, from lawyers to scuba divers to academics to the church. And like before, Doc Francis and the rest of Ocean 6 took their cause to the open sea. Interest in the No to 174 campaign was maintained through silent protests along the boulevard every Friday, colorful fluvial parades, and swim protests. On September 3, the provincial board moved to declare the marine protected areas as reclamation-free. What began as a campaign for women empowerment, among other things, helped keep Dumaguete's coral reefs from destruction. Doc Francis recalled how, in the beginning, she and the rest of Ocean 6 were even shamed over, believe it or not, their bodies. 
Most of my co-swimmers didn't look like athletes at all. Like not no six-pack, no. They were big and chubby. And uh, we were body shamed kasi they wouldn't believe na natapos namin. Masarap daw kami i-feed sa sharks. Yun yung mga comments sa social, yes. But Doc Frances couldn't care less. In fact, the eye surgeon proudly uses her body to further her cause. By swimming for hours as part of ocean protests, or by flaunting her bikini pics on social media. Since I live by the beach and I swim every day, and I wear bikinis because I'm very comfortable with my body, I take selfies and photos to document myself, but I use these bikini photos uh, to post announcements or pointing issues or raising awareness about our advocacies, especially the current uh, reclamation issue in Dumaguete. Effective naman daw. Meanwhile, Camille Rivera, whose reforestation work at Oceanus Conservation spans La Union, Surigao del Sur, and Zamboanga Sibugay, enlists the locals' help as stewards of mangrove forests by pakikisama. She sings karaoke and drinks with them at parties, brings them birthday cake, and happily absorbs the indigenous knowledge they teach her, learning local names of plants she'd only known the scientific names of, and finding out how these are used. In turn, she keeps the marine ecology alive by teaching them what she knows as a marine biologist in terms of the kind of mangrove species that's suited for the community's purposes, whether it be for storm protection or fish nurseries. With her mangroves down to 50% from 1918, Camille says, Our goal is to look at abandoned fish ponds to bring them back to mangrove forests. Mangroves is a keystone habitat between the land and the sea, able to protect the communities and the wildlife simultaneously against the damaging effects of climate crisis. They absorb about four to five times more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and store them in their soil for decades. Together with these communities, we have protected about 250 hectares of mangrove forest across the Philippines. And another win, an unexpected one, came in the form of the University of Manchester partnering with Minecraft so that its 130 million gamers all over the world can learn about the value of mangroves. They wanted to create an avatar of me. So when you play the game, it's a whole ecosystem, apparently, that whole Minecraft mangroves. And you'll see me probably somewhere there. So when you play the Minecraft, you'll see that there are some maglalagay daw sila ng like snippets of like mangroves are uh, absorbing carbon dioxide uh, and they, they store it in their soil for climate mitigation, something like that. And as for the host of the event, Anne Dumalyang of the Masungi Geo-Reserve Foundation, whom we heard from at the beginning of the episode, she recalled how she and her sister opened Masungi to the public so more could appreciate its bounty. On the trail, Visitors can marvel at 60 million-year-old limestones and catch a glimpse of any of the 400-plus species of flora and fauna the rainforests host. Apart from welcoming tourists, the sisters have another important task. The late Environment Secretary. Um, and Gina, at this time, challenged us to restore more mountains around the area. Part of which includes portions of the Upper Marikina watershed, which, despite being protected, has continued to deteriorate to 
to an 11% forest cover, despite it being important enough 20 million Filipinos downstream, and despite it being very important to disaster risk resilience in our central business districts. So that is where we are currently working. For all the good that they've accomplished in the name of the environment and keeping it alive and thriving for future generations, the participants know the value of constant vigilance. In Masungi, Anne recalls how just a year and a half ago when two of our rangers almost died because of a shooting incident. The police had investigated the incident, and Senator Risa Ontiveros in particular had repeatedly sought an inquiry into the quote-unquote incidents of violence, land-grabbing, illegal logging, and quarrying, which affect Masungi and the Upper Marikina River Basin. Uh, at the turn of the new year, the death threats were back. Not just on our lives, but on the lives of our rangers who are on the ground. And the threats remain. Last January, two over 20 men tried to enter our ranger stations at the request of the proponent of the shooting incident. And while there have been announcement that extraction has stopped, drone imagery from our volunteers showed that it hasn't actually stopped. A supporter of Masuni G Reserve and the funder of the event, the Canadian government assured uh, Despite the challenges, I do want everyone in this room to know that the Philippines is not alone. That's Colin Townsend, the political counselor of the Canadian Embassy. On the clean energy transition, we've allocated a billion dollars. That includes towards a climate invested fund to accelerate the transition past coal. In November, we launched a new project valued at 4.5 million Canadian dollars to accelerate green and climate finance in the Philippines. Finally, through the Canada Fund for Local Initiatives, we partner with a wide range of local organizations, including partners like Masungi Geo Reserve, to promote advocacy around the fight around climate change. What drives these young activists on the front lines of climate change? Joshua Villalobos from Negros Occidental is inspired by slain human rights advocate, Zara Alvarez. I asked her, you know, it's dangerous, so why would you still do it? And he said, if you won't do it, who will? And sometimes you need to do it, even if you're afraid. And that was today's episode of Teca Teca News. If you liked hearing about conservation, I recommend listening to two other podcasts we created. Climate Smart Fisheries, and Sa Fish May Forever. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by myself. It was edited by Joe Salcedo. Follow Teka, Teka News wherever you listen to podcasts, including YouTube. Thanks for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 